Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity, with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder, I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my 10-year career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Before we continue with this episode, I want to ask you, have you heard the big news? I have just created a brand new community online for the self-led woman who is ready to unlock a new level of leadership in her career. This is the number one community for self-led women who are ready to become bosses in their career. This is where you'll get strategy and support to accelerate your leadership journey along with me and other highly ambitious women who are doing the very same thing. So whether it's a head of department, a director, a VP role that you're working towards, or you want to be recognized as a leader in your field, or you want to get paid for the value you're bringing to work, I am all for all those things. And in this community, you're going to get all the tools, the mindset and the activation to help you do just that, to help you level up your mindset, to help you brand yourself as that leader and to help you get the executive visibility and presence so that you can negotiate like a boss for that next leadership package. Let's help you be the boss and join this community today. By the way, it is absolutely free to be part of the boss movement. I cannot wait to see you on the inside as we have these amazing conversations with the other women in there. And by the way, if you join, we have a leaderboard, which is probably the best part of this community and the best feature of our online community, where you get to level up depending on how much you give to the community, how much you engage and interact with everything that we'll be sharing there. And you actually get to unlock amazing prizes and premium level content that I only share with my highest level of clients. So you're going to get to get the access to these secret strategies that I only share with my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients for free just by leveling up and engaging in the community. How amazing and cool is that? All right, my friend, I look forward to seeing you inside the Boss Movement community. Let's get right back into the show. Hello, my dear friend. Welcome to episode 108 of the Elevate Her podcast. Now, I haven't talked about imposter syndrome in a long time on this podcast episode. And as I was admitting all the women in our brand new, amazing, free, exclusive community, by the way, have you joined the boss movement? If you haven't, click the link in the show notes. It's absolutely free. And the conversations we are having there are just amazing. 
And so one of the questions we ask the women who join the boss movement is, you know, what, what are your challenges just for me to get to understand what women are grappling with, how I can best be of support to them. And it was overwhelmingly clear that imposter syndrome is like one of the top three challenges that women aspiring for leadership positions experience. And rightly so, because when you are expanding into a new role that you haven't experienced before, it is normal to question and second guess and wonder if you're going to do as well as you have always excelled in the past, right? And it's actually a very common syndrome of high achieving women. And I know if you're listening to this episode, you are a high achiever. And so first of all, I think we need to normalize this because from the vibe that I was getting from the responses I was seeing from the women who are part of the movement, I realized that I think it has kind of been demonized in some way or form, like there's something wrong with you. And first of all, I'm here to say you are not broken if you're experiencing self-doubt. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you if you're second guessing whether you're even ready for that next leadership position in your career. It's absolutely normal. And I think men experience it too, probably to a lesser extent, or they are able to handle it so much better, right? Because, you know, society has just been set up in a way that allows them to, you know, be be expressive about their leadership. And, and that's, you know, it's just naturally accepted for them and they can naturally ebb and flow into those roles of leadership more than ourselves, right? So in this episode, I am going to do, this is basically the cliff notes of imposter syndrome. If you want to hear more and get deeper into the why, how it manifests, how to overcome, please listen to episodes 56 to 58 of this podcast where I did a three-part series on imposter syndrome. In this episode, I'm really just going to give you high level, the why, how, and how to overcome, right? Why it appears in our careers, what to identify or how to notice that you're experiencing it, which is so important in order for you to then diagnose and know how to overcome it. All right. Are you ready? Let's get right into it. Okay. So in this age of um, AI, I think when I recorded those episodes, ChatGPT did not exist. So it was really interesting to see what ChatGPT's perspective is, especially as it relates to women of color in corporate careers, right? And I think some of the points that it shared were very much aligned to what I have shared before. So definitely listen to episode 56 to 58. But some of the new ones that I saw, which got me thinking um, in terms of why imposter syndrome has been on the rise of late in the last few years was around the high stake environment that women are subjected to and also societal expectations. Okay, so these are some of the triggers for me, I think when I look back at how it has come up in my career, I think how I was raised, first of all, played a big role in how I experienced imposter syndrome because 
I was raised to not question and not answer, you know, back to leadership, right? To anyone who was in a more senior position to me, right? Growing up, I was raised to work hard and keep my head down and not get into any troublesome situations, right? And all those conditioning or programming led me to second guessing myself when I got into the corporate world and people were completely different and behaving different to what I had experienced in my life, all right? So for you, it might be different, but I think as it relates to how the world has changed rapidly over the last three to four years, I definitely agree that societal expectations have played a huge role, right? Because what is one of the drawbacks of being a high achiever, right? Because you set such high expectations for yourself and societal expectations are already high enough, right? You're, you know, under so much pressure to excel at work as a mom, if you're a mom in your community. And there's just so many different touch points and expectations all over the place. And as a result, not only does it result in overwhelm and burnout, it also results in you second guessing whether you're even good enough because you're just balancing all those different responsibilities is hard enough. Okay. And then the other point that um, I got from ChatGPT was around high stake environments. And I do think that women and especially women of color who find themselves in white male dominated environments are definitely held to a difference. We cannot run away from that. They are held to a different standard to other women counterparts and definitely to their male counterparts. And that is one of the changes that we as leaders in corporate environments need to drive right? Because we do need to have a level playing field in order for us to have better representation in leadership. Otherwise, what happens is that these women just continue to stay in the background, just continue to not have their voices heard. They, they're not decisive because they're always second guessing themselves. And as a result, people's perception of them is not that of a leader. And it's no wonder they're not moving up the corporate ranks as high as their counterparts, right? So that's for my allies. But this episode is really for the woman who is experiencing this. And I want you to think of whether, first of all, the environment you're in is conducive. Do you see yourself in this organization? Does it align to your core values in the long term? If not, then there is no harm. In fact, I would encourage you to start looking for organizations where your values are aligned to theirs, where your voice can be heard. It is so, so important. And I've experienced both sides of the divide. And I can tell you it plays a huge role in how fast you can go in your career. However, that being said, you can still take responsibility right now, right? Because pivoting into a new job is not something as easy as one, two, three, and all of a sudden overnight you're in a new place. That could take a month, three months, a year, but that doesn't mean you have to wait until then to work on the self-doubt, the feelings of imposter syndrome that could be holding you back from your full potential. 
which is a good segue into my unpopular opinion. And my unpopular unpopular opinion for the day is, can we actually dig deeper into these feelings? So you feel you are not ready. Perhaps you are not ready, right? Sometimes these feelings of imposter syndrome are actually a call for us to dig deep and understand if there is any truth to it, right? Most of the time, imposter syndrome is just feelings that are not necessarily based on facts. But sometimes the feeling of imposter syndrome could actually be based on a gap that you might need to close. Okay. And those gaps could be, there could be a skill gap. Maybe there's something that um, you need to work on that you've consistently been given feedback on in your performance reviews. There could be a perception gap. So you would love to get into that next leadership role, but the people who are making the decisions in your organization do not see you as a leader yet, right? And so there could be a call for you to look into where are these gaps in your personal brand and your perception and how you're going to close them going forward, okay? And in terms of now imposter syndrome on the other side, actually manifesting itself on unfounded facts, like baseless facts, I want you then to think of, okay, I don't feel I'm ready for this, but write down five to 10 reasons why you're ready for the next level. Write down five to 10 accomplishments that actually showcase your readiness for that next leadership position. And look at the person who is already in that leadership role, right? So for example, for me, as a director in an audit firm, the next level would be partner, right? Or lead director, right? And all I need to do is look at the, the person who is already there and look at how they carry themselves, how they make decisions, how they lead their team and ask myself, okay, 10 reasons, Rebecca, why you're actually ready for that based on what you're doing now, based on who you are being now. And it will be, it's so amazing how when I give my clients this exercise, they start to put their shoulders up a bit more and they start to realize, hey, actually, there are so many things that are going well for me as it relates to how I'm showing up now that are a strong case for my promotion. And remember, ladies, a promotion is a vote of confidence. It's not someone saying that, oh, yes, you are that leader. It's someone giving you that vote of confidence that you have the capability to expand into that next role. So I want you guys to give yourselves, give yourself a, a bit more grace, right? And celebrate your achievements. Celebrate your accomplishments. Because that can be huge in you overcoming the feeling of imposter syndrome that eventually leads to us as women not showcasing our full potential, not rising up to the challenge when we have the opportunity to rise up to the challenge and showcase our leadership skills and potential. Okay, so lastly... As it relates to now, what next? How do we take action? From my experience, imposter syndrome never goes away. 
it does show up in different ways and forms as you rise up the ranks, but it never 100% goes away, okay? Especially if you are growing in your career at a rapid pace, that means that you're expanding into new areas of growth that your mind has not experienced, that your body has not experienced, okay? And so naturally, those feelings of, I don't know if what I'm doing is right, I don't know if I'm going to excel, I don't know if I'll succeed, those feelings are natural. What I do want you to do, however, is to take action, right? Confidence loves action. The opposite of self-doubt, which is self-belief, loves action. And the more you can take action that dispels those unfounded feelings of imposter syndrome, the more you're going to overcome its effects, okay? I'm not saying it's going to go away, but it's going to diminish its impact on how you take action and the results you have. Because I see so many women falling to this trap of imposter syndrome and they're not realizing that it's actually affecting their ability to progress and advance. And what happens, they then become victims. Victims of circumstances that they think are out of their control. Without realizing that they had played a big role in the results that they've had. Okay, so I really want you to take action every single day. And in um, one of the exercises I do with my clients, we do this 21-day imposter syndrome terminator challenge, and it's basically taking action to diminish that self-critic taking action to prove to that self-critic that, hey, you're bigger than what that self-critic thinks you're capable of achieving, okay? And taking action could come in different forms. It could come in rising up to a challenge that you're not comfortable with. You would literally say no to it. Your first, your immediate or your autopilot response to that opportunity is no, but you decide to say yes to it. And for me, for a few years in my career, I shied away from doing presentations in board meetings because I had one really horrible experience, a really bad experience where I was presenting to the exco of one of the largest, if not the largest insurance companies in the, on the continent and the data on my slides was wrong. And oh my goodness, as I opened the slide deck, because for some reason I, I, I didn't double check, right? I just checked that, okay, my team had put everything together, but I didn't go in and double check the numbers, right? And so I played victim to that situation for a very long time but now even as I'm speaking I realize I also had a big role to play in how that situation played out I could have navigated the discussion differently I could have drawn attention to something else and maybe drawn more attention and focus to everything else that I was sharing because I was not just sharing data and trends I was actually sharing insights which I think was even more important 
Okay. But I allowed that experience to dictate me not taking action and not rising up to the challenge and playing small and cocooning into me not wanting to put myself in a vulnerable situation like that again. And it actually slowed down my progress. Okay, so taking action could be in the form of saying yes to an opportunity you would naturally say no to. It could come in the form of taking on mentorship, looking for other women who are who can give you valuable uh, guidance and experience and insights on how they've dealt with similar situations before. And I know this, it's not the easiest to find these women because they are very busy. And that's why I love the boss movement because we're all doing this work together, right? There are managers in there. There are leaders, there are directors, right? And so it's a really lovely self safe space to get in and connect with other women, right? So there is no excuse not to be part of a network of women who can give you valuable guidance because the boss movement is there for you and it's a free and exclusive community. All right, and so challenge your negative thoughts as well. What triggers that imposter syndrome, right? Or what triggers the self-doubt, I want you to put those thoughts down, do a brain dump and then literally dispel each of those thoughts. Why are they not true? The more often you do this, the more effective you're going to be at taking action every time that inner self-critic tells you not to take action. Such This is such a powerful exercise, which you can literally decide to do right now after listening to this episode. And after that, I really want you to be self-aware, you know, when you're experiencing it. Instead of beating yourself up, be self-aware of what are the events and circumstances that have triggered those thoughts. And how can you intentionally either change the circumstances or get yourself out of that environment or take control of the situation so that those negative thoughts do not stop you from raising your voice or sharing your opinion. The more self-aware you can be about it, the more effective you can be in stopping imposter syndrome from bringing out the best in you. All right, I hope you found this episode helpful. Remember episode 56 to 58 has so much more in-depth insights on this topic, but I really wanted to talk about it and encourage you, first of all, to remind you that it's absolutely normal to be experiencing it, but we also have the responsibility of taking action so that it doesn't stop us from achieving our biggest goals. All right, I will see you in next week's episode. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki. Or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.